This is How We See It, a look at issues that impact our faith and community. For the next few minutes, we'll explore topics with people who are making a difference in our world. When you dream of becoming a missionary or think about missions, you think about foreign lands, maybe deserts or jungles, rural areas and adventure. You know what? The United States used to be this way, and in some ways and in some areas, it still is. There's an organization that has been doing mission work right here in our own backyard, right here in the state of Florida. It's called Catholic Extension. I want to welcome Joe Boland to the show. Joe is the vice president of mission for Catholic Extension. Joe's calling in from Chicago today. Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderfully. Thank you very much for having me. Joe, you and I were at the same dinner back in June to honor Bishop Emeritus Robert Lynch right here in our Diocese of St. Petersburg for his work that he has done to assist Catholic Extension over the many decades of his service, both at the USCCB and right here in the Diocese of St. Petersburg. I know he serves on your board, and it was a great night to honor his service and giving back to the community. Joe, you were at that dinner. What a great turnout and a great recognition for Bishop Lynch. It was, and he's obviously been a great friend to Catholic Extension as well, and and continues to serve on our board, on our board of governors. And that was a great opportunity for us, not only to honor him, and as you pointed out, all the great contributions uh, that he has made to to uh, your local church and beyond, but also to help raise awareness for the the cause and the mission of, of Catholic Extension. So it was a really, really great evening for us. Well, the things that I heard I wanted to share with my staff and with our listeners, because I think a lot of people maybe had heard about Catholic Extension, but really don't have a full grasp of what they do and the incredible work that they do uh, around the country. You know, we hear uh, that, you know, you're the vice president of missions. And when when people think of missions, they think of traveling in foreign lands and and making converts and and doing uh, maybe work and building churches and so forth. But you're not necessarily going to foreign lands. You're right here in our United States. That's correct, and and here to be kind of a permanent institutional witness, if you will, of the fact that, you know, missionary lands exist right here in our own land and among our own people right here in the United States, and that's what Catholic Extension was founded to do, was to, as as our founder said in 1905 when he created it, we're here to awaken the missionary spirit in America, and that's really what we've been dedicated to doing ever since in helping build up and strengthen the church throughout this this country. Our, our, Our mission is to work in solidarity with people to build up vibrant and transformative Catholic faith communities in the poorest regions of the country and among the poor. It's a work that started over a century ago and and one that that continues right to this day. Now, uh, before, and full disclosure, before we started recording our interview, you had said that you'd worked in the Archdiocese of Chicago for Catholic Charities and then made the move to Catholic Extension uh, some 14-plus years ago. You're a man, it sounds like, that has a heart for people and helping those that are on their peripheries, as our Holy Father says, Obviously, this mission spoke to your heart. How so? You know, it it is such a privilege to be able to do the work that I do in my role as vice president of Mission at Catholic Extension. I work very closely with the communities that receive our support. We're working in 87 dioceses across the country. We sponsor about 1,400 projects a year. Uh, We're working in some of the poorest communities, communities where there are conditions that sometimes people can't even imagine exist in in the United States. And what should make all of us proud, I think, as Catholics, is that 
you cannot go to the poorest regions of the United States and not find the presence of the Catholic Church. And that's a really powerful thing. You, you mentioned Pope Francis. We're a papal society, and that's what Pope Francis is pushing us to do, saying, go to the margins. We're a church that's not in maintenance mode, but one that needs to go to the peripheries. And he's got a great line. He says, you know, one of the greatest discriminations we could ever commit as a Catholic people is to not care for the spiritual needs of the poor among us. And, and that's really what Catholic Extension is about, is establishing the Church's presence among the poor so that it can be transformative of the realities uh, that people face in those communities. You know, oftentimes unbelievable social and, and poverty and, and difficult realities that they face, the Church is there walking with people in solidarity with them, and it's Catholic Extension's privilege to be able to help not only build up those communities, but also sustain them in the poorest regions of the country. So it's a mission that I'm absolutely dedicated to, and it, it, and it is one absolutely that, that captures my own heart, but also my, my own Catholic imagination. So I know that in your time, you've probably traveled out to see the donations put to good use at various dioceses around the country. What are some things that pop out in, in Joe Boland's mind that say, boy, did this place really need this? Like when I think of uh, missions, I think Haiti, Central America, where there's no running water, food is scarce, um, there's not a lot of shelter, and yet a church is being built there. But we have that right here in our own country, don't we? We, we do. And, and you're right, the, the stories are endless. They're really, though, unforgettable, and they, you cannot help but be shaped personally. I mean, you do this as a job, you're, you're trying to be a professional, you're trying to do everything that you possibly can to be of, of help and of, of assistance to the people who we've been called to help. But at the same time, you can't separate your own person from this work, and it, and it does shape a person, and it certainly has shaped me. And I think the one way that I've really been shaped is, you know, and Pope Francis talks about this as well, the evangelizing power of the poor. They witness God's presence in a way that is incredibly powerful. In the midst of their circumstances, in the midst of their poverty, you see a generosity of spirit, you see an incredible faith, you see a reliance on God. You know, you mentioned sometimes we think communities that don't have running water are only overseas. You know, I can remember, you know, when COVID hit in 2020, uh, one of the epicenters, unfortunately, of the pandemic early on was in the Native American uh, reservations that we've worked with very closely over the years in sustaining the Catholic presence there. And they were describing to us uh, many of these parishes that we support that not only do they have food distribution programs for the poor in those communities, they also have to have water distribution programs. And so, of course, there was all this focus on cleanliness and washing and, you know, right when the pandemic hit. Right. And they, uh, the communities in the Native American reservations were calling us saying, you know, many of these communities, they don't have indoor plumbing or running water in their own homes. So mm. the churches would open up their doors so that people could come, take a shower, get potable water, drinking water, and bring it back to their homes. So sometimes the mission does get as basic as that, is not only giving people spiritual food and, and nourishing them spiritually, but also nourishing their body as well and giving drink to the, literally giving drink to the thirsty. One of the numbers that jumped out at the presentation a few weeks back was that Catholic Extension had a hand in helping to build 12,000 
churches since its inception back in the early 1900s. Does the funding that you provide, is it strictly for capital expenses? So it goes really to three main things. Uh, it continues to go to capital expenses. We continue to help build and repair churches. And yes, the statistic is right. And to give it exactly, it's basically uh, 12,700 churches mm. that have been supported by Catholic Extension in terms of helping put the roof on it, finish uh, the building, build the building from new. And so that is something that we continue to do, especially in the poorest regions of the country. But in addition to building churches, we also help support leaders. That's actually the biggest need that exists right now, especially in poor dioceses, helping support lay leadership in dioceses, or even helping pay for the education of seminarians, which for some dioceses is, is a prohibitively expensive, you know, cost for them to kind of take on. So investing in leadership in these communities is a huge thing. And then also just uh, supporting ministry, ministries in areas that could not take place without outside help. So funding ministry to migrant farm workers or helping pay the salary of a sister who's working in a poor community. That uh, is kind of the three main things that we continue to focus on is, is buildings, ministries, and supporting people and leaders. A lot of people think, again, that that things are overseas. You said something in the neighborhood of 87 dioceses right here in our country are supported in some way by Catholic Extension. And I didn't know this until recently, that uh, the Diocese of Pensacola, Tallahassee, right here in the state of Florida, is a mission diocese. In other words, financially, it's a real struggle. They don't have a lot of Catholics up there. So I know that they receive some assistance from Catholic Extension. They do. And really, at at one time, almost every diocese in the country has received support from Catholic Extension. It would actually surprise some people, you know, some of the names on the list that uh, for, for many years, you know, Phoenix and Austin and places like that that have now obviously are, are able to stand on their own two feet as, as right. a diocese that don't need Catholic Extension anymore. So there is an evolution to this. And certainly Catholic Extension has a huge history in the state of Florida, we've actually helped build and repair 217 uh, church facilities since 1905, wow. uh, it, just in the state of Florida. But you are right in saying that the uh, the only diocese where we have a presence right now or uh, ongoing support is in the Diocese of Pensacola, Tallahassee, which is, of course, along the Gulf Coast there. And uh, really probably the diocese in Florida that the most still kind of resembles the Deep South, where we have a big presence. And so... We have um, supported some of their more rural missions. Uh, One of the things that we do as well as Catholic Extension is support campus ministry. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the case in the Diocese of Pensacola, Tallahassee as well, where we're supporting campus ministry at uh, Florida State, actually. Okay. And so that's actually been a great piece of the work of Extension, supporting 100 campus ministries across the country just in the past 10 years and helping build up the church's presence, investing in ministry, and in this case, among you know young Catholics who hopefully will be the future leaders of the Catholic Church for the generation to come. With the economy the way it is, do you find that you're getting more applications for assistance just due to, to costs and, and inflation? Yeah, absolutely. We've been following this closely, especially since the pandemic, which one of the main folk, uh, you know, areas of focus of Catholic extension since the pandemic has been the poorest missions in the United States. We're talking places where their Sunday collection, no joke, might be $5, 
ten dollars on a Sunday um, if if they're if they're lucky. So these are very very poor communities. But as I said earlier, uh, places where it's, it's vital for the Catholic Church to maintain its presence there because they're serving the poor. And so we've had a lot of messaging and campaigning across the country to help raise support to continue to sustain uh, those poorest parishes, which might be on Native American reservations. They might be in the native villages of Alaska, where we've had a historical presence of support. Also in some of the mission communities of Puerto Rico that we know have been hard hit not only by economic downturn, but also natural disasters. And so those are some of the poor communities that have really needed our help in the past two years. The other phenomenon that's going on now that we're really paying attention to is we're coming out of the pandemic, obviously, hopefully, in terms of you know people beginning to start up again plans that maybe were put on hold during the pandemic. And uh, one of those things that was certainly put on hold was building. And of course, what has happened is the cost to build has has gone through the roof. And so that's one of the trends that we've seen just this year is actually an increase in demand for building support, given that the cost of building right now is uh, is, is pretty tough. Yeah. And, uh, and many of these poor communities need some assistance from Catholic Extension to move forward with these projects. I know we have a lot of parishioners that, that tune into this program every week. And some might think, you know what, we have a ministry at our parish that needs an extra, you know, ten, twenty thousand dollars to get our, you know, youth program going. Does a parishioner can they apply or does this need to go through the diocese, then through the parish in order to find out about how they can have assistance? Sure. Yeah. Really we work with the dioceses and diocesan bishops as kind of the starting point okay. for everything uh with Catholic extension. Certainly our support reaches parishes and ministries and the Alaskan villages, as I mentioned, but but it always begins with the diocese and a parish. And in terms of the dioceses that are eligible for funding, um, that's really a a decision of the Board of of Governors that they make every year, and that's based on a criteria of of where there's there's need. And so they look at that every year, and as I mentioned earlier, uh, yeah, we're supporting 87 dioceses across the country. That's 87 of about, however you, you count it, about, about 195, 195 okay. or so, 200 dioceses across the country. And so we are in a large percentage of dioceses. They happen to be ones that are in the south, in the west, but every year there's an evaluation of, of what the need looks like in a given place and whether there's a, a need for support from an organization like Catholic Extension to help. At the dinner a few weeks back, Cardinal Supich, who was there, uh, mentioned that a diocese that gets involved with the poor and the marginalized will become a better diocese. They'll become more well-off. Even though they're giving money away, they are becoming better off. How does that happen? Our, our president, Father Jack Wall, has a great line, and he always says that you know Catholic Extension is not one more thing. It's not just one little extra cause that we should be giving to. It really should be something that is central to our identity as American Catholics and building up the church in our own country. And the reason why he can say that with such confidence is because uh, theologically, uh, we, we are a people that believe that mission is the very life of the church. Mission is not some activity that we kind of do on the side, but where the church derives its life is through its, its missionary activity, as we described before, going out to the peripheries. You know, a church that is constantly 
in motion, moving itself beyond its four walls to be that field hospital, uh, that image that Pope Francis gives us, to attend to people who are hurting and who are in most need um, to hear Jesus's life-giving words. And that is exactly what Catholic Extension is all about. And I think that's why Cardinal Supic got up and said, giving Catholic to Catholic Extension is not just, you know, writing a check. You're giving to the very missionary activity of the Church in the United States, and that is a life-giving thing. And we try to do everything in our power at Catholic Extension to share the stories, you know, to, to help share with people what their generosity, what their commitment uh, to our cause is, is able to accomplish in the United States. And, and it is overwhelming. It is powerful. It's a hope-filled story. We've put out a magazine now since 1906. Um, so, wow. uh, 100 and, yeah, 100 and, uh, whatever, how many years that is, you know, uh, and many people know us through that magazine. They say, oh, you know, I have heard of Catholic Extension. I remember the magazine on my grandmother's coffee table. Right. And, um, and that is a great conduit for us to be able to share with people what it, what the missionary face of the Catholic Church looks like here in the United States. And obviously, social media and, you know, digital media give us, uh, much, uh, even greater conduits to be able to talk about this, which we share on our website, on Facebook, and that kind of thing. But um, but it, it absolutely is something that is life-giving to the whole Church to be a part of, to understand, and to feel proud of what our Church continues to do and the things that are being done in the name of our Church. And we just think it's something that everybody should absolutely be a part of. The dinner that we went to was uh, a fundraiser and a recognition of Bishop Lynch's life of giving back to the people of God. How do you how do you raise the money to be able to support all of this effort that's gone on now for decades? Yeah, it's it's truly uh, through the generosity and the commitment of people that have contributed to the cause of Catholic Extension for the almost now 100 and or 117 years that we've we've been in existence as i said many people get to know us through our magazine but it's it's that generous commitment of individuals we get some help from foundations where we do not get any help is from the federal government there are no uh, government Governments. grants uh, right. state or federal for catholic extension because uh, our work is is building up the you know the the core of the catholic church and uh, there's no national collections either for, for Catholic Extension. So many parishes will decide to get involved with Catholic Extension, which is great. They can actually adopt projects and, you know, make a huge difference. We always tell parishes that partner with us that many parishes that are, are supporting a particular project in one of our communities don't realize that their operating budget as a parish is oftentimes greater than the entire diocese where their funds are going, which kind of gives them a sense of the financial under-resourced nature of the places with which we're working. And so, uh, yeah, many parishes can make make a big difference as well, but many people leave us in their will. And of course, the other thing we do, uh, people might know they get those nice religious calendars uh, That's right. you know, around New Year's. That's right. And Catholic <laughs> Extension is actually uh, one of the largest uh, producer of, of religious calendars, and we continue to sell calendars, and that, that provides also some, some income to support the mission as well. But it really does come from the, the generosity and commitment of, of wonderful people uh, from all 50 states and from across the country who, who really believe that, that they want to see the church strong in this country for generations to come. 
and they see Catholic Extension as the conduit to be able to make that happen. What about from Rome? Do you get support from the Vatican? I mean, I know so that there's actually, a, there's a there's a World Mission Sunday collection. I do know that. Mm-hmm. And do yeah. y'all do y'all get a, a a piece of that? Well, so we are a papal society, which means that the Holy See actually oversees our affairs and okay. names our president. And so, you know, we have moral uh, assistance from the Vatican, if you will, or, you know, great encouragement from them. And in fact, the Pope is, and the Holy See is aware of some of our activities, especially some of our larger projects. But actually, Catholic Extension was founded in 1905 at the moment when the Vatican named the United States as no longer a mission territory. Hmm. And they said, okay, you as a country need to stand on your own two feet. And our founder, Father Francis Clement Kelly, who was working in a rural parish, said, wow, this is really difficult. And I I would imagine that outside some of the urban centers of the United States, he was saying this back in 1905, that the church is really struggling and that the church is really still missionary. And maybe we need to form this Catholic Church Extension Society that that can help extend resources into these communities that are not as uh, fortunate. And so that's actually how Extension got its, how it was created, was at a moment when the Vatican was actually pulling back, saying, okay, United States, you're no longer going to get the Vatican funds. You've got to stand on your own two feet. And Catholic Extension is the institution that has existed since then to help not only raise awareness, but raise funds to continue to support the church in the poorest regions of our country. Sure, they picked up the ball and ran with it. As we wrap up our program today, if someone is listening, they say, you know what, I I believe in this cause, I want to find out more, maybe I want to make a bequest or make a donation. How do they find you? Uh, The easiest way is to go to catholicextension.org, and um, some of those wonderful life-giving stories that we talked about are right there. And um, but also people can make a donation off of that page as well if they are so moved, or if they want to ask for a magazine or request any more literature about us. Easiest way is again go to CatholicExtension.org, and they will find us there. Joe, pleasure to to get to uh, talk with you. John, thank you so much. It's It's been a real pleasure to, for me to talk about the mission of Catholic Extension. We'll keep up the great work and our best to the people in Chicago, and God bless you for everything you're doing. Thank you. Same to you. Joe Boland, he's the vice president of mission for Catholic Extension, has been our guest today, and that's how we see you. Thanks for listening to today's program. This presentation and others like it are made possible by supporters like you. If you'd like a copy of today's program, make comments or suggestions, and to help us keep this important programming on the air, visit myspiritfm.com slash how we see it.